The Mind Aware, 573. We get it. You've got a busy life. Family, friends, community involvement, pets, and sometimes you're working a day job on top of it all. So how can you find time to market your business? You do it by finding one marketing method that will bring you all the leads and clients you need. Take the Marketing Superpower Quiz at YourMarketingSuperpower.com to find out the marketing method that's best suited for you. Discover the marketing method that uses your natural gifts. It's easy at YourMarketingSuperpower.com and it's free. When you discover your marketing superpower for free at YourMarketingSuperpower.com, you can focus your marketing and work fewer hours. Go to YourMarketingSuperpower.com right now and take the quiz. It's free, and in just a few minutes, you'll know how to market your business the easy way and get more leads and clients today. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. (laughs) Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll Mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but see <laughs> with you today. What I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, hello, Dana Wild here. I'm so happy you are here with me today. I have a little story for you. This happened last year, and I, I think it's still relevant, and I think you'll really like it. Uh, we were out, my man and I, driving. He was driving his truck. I was in the passenger seat. And we live out in the country, so we were on kind of some back roads. And we ended up going by, we saw something in the ditch and we kind of, you know, we were going pretty slow, slow enough that I was like, hold on, what was that? Was that a dog in the ditch? What is that? And he's like, I don't know. I think it was a fox. And so we backed up. I said, let's go back because something's not right. So we went back and it was right next to a driveway. So we kind of just pulled into this long country driveway. We couldn't see the house, but we knew it was a driveway. And sure enough, in this ditch, there was a baby fox, one single baby fox all by his or herself. And we were, I'm not kidding, like the truck was, I could, when I rolled down my window, I was literally like seven or eight feet away from this fox. And this fox wasn't bothered at all that I was there, first of all, by the way, and was looking up at me. And then right in the eyes, looked at me right in the eyes and then looked away and was looking around and appeared to be looking across the the road that we had just been driving on. And so it was kind of checking out its area, looking around here and looking around there and then looking at me like almost like it was focused in to see, are you my mommy or something like that? Have you ever been at a a store and there's a, a dog tied up outside? And you walk in the store and like every person that walks by the dog, the dog is looking like, okay, are you the one? Are you the one I'm waiting for? Are you the one? So it was that kind of a feeling. And by the way, is there anything cuter than a baby fox? Like, oh my gosh, my heart just melted 
seeing this little fox all by itself in this tall grass, but not afraid and not trying to hide. But it was really like you knew, okay, I'm supposed to wait here. I'm waiting for my mom. And who are you? You're not my mom. Let's look to the next thing or the next person or look across the road. So we sat there for a while trying to decide what to do because it we knew it didn't look right. This was a fox all by itself. Where was the mom? It seemed too young to be left alone. Why would the mom leave it alone? Like we were so of course I have the handy old Google in my pocket on the phone. So I start checking out foxes and do their mothers leave them and how old is this fox and looking for pictures and all of these things. And we had two stories going in our minds at the time. So story number one is this fox is in trouble. Its mother got hit by a car. It's got nobody. It's sitting in this ditch and it's scared. And we both have saved many animals that were obviously injured. You know, we've seen turtles that have been their shells cracked or we've seen different animals that have had uh, we saved a bird one time that had had a head injury and we've taken we have a really nice resource here in Minnesota which is a, a wildlife emergency service that you can bring an animal that's a, a wildlife animal you tell everybody where you found it they have doctors there that help it and then they release it back where its habitat is so we were asking ourselves, like, what what do we do if this fox is alone? If this fox doesn't have a mom, like, this is serious. And what should we do about it? And so I could feel that story, and I was getting more and more sad and worried and fearful. And I thought to myself, but what if we're wrong? What if the mom is just gone doing mom stuff and it's going to be back? And how horrible and tragic would that be for that mom to come back and not have the baby there? And that baby fox was so clearly waiting for his or her mother. Like it was so obvious that it was looking for something. So then we started thinking, well, what if everything was just fine? What if this was a normal scene? And... Then my partner, he said, you know, across the street, there happens to be a bunch of chicken coops. And I wonder if it's the proverbial fox ran across the street and to the chicken coops and is coming back. And we thought, well, that does make sense. That could definitely happen. And it was obvious the fox wasn't afraid of us or probably too young to know, like, you should should be wary of humans because it was so clearly didn't care. And it was also obvious it was looking and waiting for someone. And so we started to say, well, what if everything's just fine? Like, what if we're just privy to a really cool thing in nature where everything is just fine? This box is waiting. The mom's gone off. We started reading and understanding, like, yes, they can leave for many hours even, leave their, their babies and come back. We started getting more and more support on Google for that story. And this all took place. Now, everything I'm telling you, all this discussion and Googling and looking and waiting and deciding all took place probably over 10 or 15 minutes. And finally, we said, no, we're going to go and we're going to leave and trust that all is well. Everything is fine. And so I was thinking about it later as we're driving home, both of us were very quiet and I was thinking of multiple things in relationship to this experience that I had because it was such an unusual experience to be that close 
And I give so many lessons anyway from nature and wildlife and all that. And the first thing I thought was, you know, we have this feel-bad story going. And this feel-bad story of this fox is in trouble, it's not well, it needs help, might have led to some actions where we were maybe trying to do the right thing, but maybe would have created an even worse feel-bad situation. We might have captured this fox, taken it away from its mother, and really, oh my gosh, like that just pains my heart just to think that we could have caused that if we had acted out of that feel-bad place. And then I thought, on the other hand, the feel-good story, first of all, made so much more sense. You know, it was backed up by so many nature facts on Google, and when I really thought about it, I thought, you know, of course, even if there was a problem and the mother was in trouble, these kinds of things happen in nature all the time, and nature adapts. We've seen cases here out where we live where a fawn has been born and the mother is hit by a car and then another mother with another fawn will adopt the little fawn. Like we've witnessed all of these things taking place and it made so much, so much more sense to see this little guy or, or gal, little <laughs> little baby fox was just waiting for its mom and the mom was probably in the chicken coop. And everything was just fine and all is well and it was safe and things were fine. And so we ended up driving back and looking a few hours later and there was no little fox there and everything was fine. Like, of course, everything is fine and everything does work out well. And if we can trust anything from looking at nature, we can trust that wellness abounds. And it led me to the second thing that I thought about when I saw this fox is I thought, this fox was so clearly not bothered by us or a big truck pulling up onto a dirt driveway. It had one thing on its mind and one thing only. And that thing was, are you my mom? <laughs> that was it. It had so much focus and so much knowing that my mom is coming back. My mom left me here. I know she's coming back. And all I'm doing now is looking, are you the one, are you the one, are you the one? Like, it was so clear that the energy of this little fox was, I know this is where I'm supposed to be sitting. I know this is the spot. I know you're not her. And I know she's coming back. And I know this is working out. And I thought, oh, my gosh, if we learn nothing else from nature, from observing nature and watching the natural world, the one thing that should be so obvious is that continual, steadfast feeling of knowing. That steadfast feeling of sureness, of that everything is just fine. That steadfast feeling of wellness and happiness and that everything is unfolding so perfectly. And it's fun to observe it and it's even more fun to think, that we're a part of that. You know, sometimes it's easy. We get disconnected because we're hooked in to so many different kinds of things that feel like they're not part of the natural world. But the reality is everything is fine. Everything is well. And even when we're connected in to things that aren't part of the natural world, we are connected in. We're connected into each other. We're connected into ourselves. 
we are are clear and centered as we want to be and we are able to get ourselves back to that steady knowing sure feeling anytime we want to we can tap in to that feeling in just a matter of minutes get into our knowing and be just like that baby fox Uh, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy thing was smiling. <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. You're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? 